Hello, welcome to Sitcom Geeks. I'm James Carey. And I'm Dave Cohen. And this is episode 210 of the podcast. And we're being quite time specific today because it is the middle of January 2023. If you're listening to this in the future, in 2029, I hope you're nice and cosy. Apparently it's getting warmer. So uh, I hope you figured out how to make that work. And also that the whole free energy thing with the nuclear cold fusion thing is going well. But the reason we're being time specific is because uh, at the end of this month, two things are happening. Uh, The first is the deadline for entering the BBC Comedy Bursary Awards. And this will be of interest, I think, to many of our listeners who might want to have a crack at what they're offering. And we'll get to what they're offering and how to have a crack in a moment. And then at uh, the day after is the closing deadline for the early bird booking for the British Comedy Guide Comedy Conference in April. And Dave and I will be at that conference and uh, we'd love to see you there. It's their conference, not our conference, but we're going to be there basically getting in the way and showing off. So, yeah, so that's what we're talking about today. Hopefully lots of practical advice about, you know, competitions in general and conferences and how to appear less weird than you actually are. So, um, Dave, do you want to just kick us off and tell us about the BBC comedy collective bursaries because you've also spoken to the people who are actually running it as well haven't you i have yes and you know there's all all being well if it goes well this year this is the first time they're doing this there's every chance that um it'll be something similar next year and the year after so maybe it won't be as uh, time specific but um yeah i suppose in the in the past it's always been a bit of a, a bit of a mishmash a bit of a confusion so you had the bbc writers room uh and they have their comedy drama uh entry script thing that they have at the end of each year but then they also they also used to look after the um bursaries that the carolina hearn bursary and that for uh women writers and the felix uh, dexter bursary for uh minority writers but those were very much so there's very those were very much comedy orientated then you had the comedy department which sort of uh didn't have a kind of they, they they didn't have a overarching view they just kind of had a sort of commissioning process but now that they've since john petrie has taken over as head of uh, comedy commissioning from shane allen they've kind of got together and they, they they put a system in place and whether it works or not is a uh well we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes but I, I like what they're doing because they've the first thing they did was uh, in May last year, they had this comedy conference and they separated out. They said, all right, comedy drama, that's BBC Writers Room. Sitcom is us. We are looking for sitcom. That's what we want. And that's what these comedy bursaries are about. They're about narrative comedy. Uh, And it was nice to be hearing that after all this time. And Mm. in particular, very much uh, they're talking about writers and not writer performers, which is which which feels like a refreshing change to me. Mm. So, um, yeah, so the emphasis then is very much on these uh, these these bursaries. They're they're offering ten bursaries um, for for people for, uh, but that's for a combination of writers, uh, producers, and directors. So the thing that we're looking at, obviously, is is the writer side of it. Um, they haven't said we're looking for three and a third of each or we're mm. looking for five writers to produce it they, they just want to see what's coming in and they've taken in all the kind of 
all the people who have previously looked after things like the Carolina Hearn uh, and, and the Felix bursaries. So people like Paul Whitehouse are, uh, will, will be a kind of part of the overseeing group. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've also they set up this Galton and Simpson bursary when COVID happened as well. So, that, so you know, they're, they're, they're kind of... Uh, the, the, so the, the, the Galton and Simpson estate will be involved in, in looking for people as well. So very much it's about looking for writers and producers and directors and... Uh, you know that that's so that, that that's that's really what it's about. Yeah, I mean that's really good news, isn't it, to hear that they are being flexible and they've not said no. We're going to have five of these and five of those, or we're mm. this, that, and the other. It's like we're going to see what we get and who the people we're most excited about. We're going to we're going to do something, and yeah. so that seems a very sensible and pragmatic approach. That's all in favour, and it is great that finally. Um, the whole BBC Writers Room aren't doing comedies anymore thing has been addressed. And uh, so this feels like a really big uh, step forward. And so, you know, if if you get onto it, what are the benefits of of, of success? You know, what, what does that look like? Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get, they're not going to suddenly say, oh, right, here we go. Here's your uh, script. Let's go out and make it. Um the idea, it's a kind of, uh, it's about what you just said, really, about the conference. It's about getting to know the industry, networking, getting to know people, working, uh, collaborating. You know, the, the key word is collective very much in this. So, you know, you're what if you win, if you're a writer who is chosen, then you will spend the next year being involved, going to meetings and, and being involved with groups, but not just pitching your writing idea you'll be mm. talking to the producer who won and they'll say okay let's let's think of this as a package that we can put and you know maybe one of the directors will be involved with as well so so it's about um it, it's about the sort of thing that we encourage you to do anyway which you know we've said if you're not for instance if you're not a writer uh performer you know you should think about getting to know getting to know performers and working in collaboration with them or getting to know producers or trying to generate stuff as a producer yourself so here here's a situation lovely situation where you're being put in a uh, on a course with a bunch of people who are there to help you get your show made but they you know you you are there very much as the writer so so it's about you spending a year developing your ideas not just sitting at your desk thinking, mm. oh, and here's another idea, but actually being in the BBC with producers and directors and saying, okay, we like your idea, we like your voice, uh, whatever that may be. Let's uh, what what's what's the best way to package this, and where can we package this as well? That's another thing is that they're that that they're they want to kind of get away from just that the, the London being the the center of the universe you know they think we're they're they're looking for ideas that could work in regions and you know they want they want to ideally get people from from regions uh not not just the usual sort of everybody coming from london kind of thing so that's that's another way in which you know they're they're kind of maybe asking you to think of whatever ideas you may come up with there may be well actually maybe that might work if you took that idea to BBC yeah. Scotland, you know, 
here's what would it be yeah um and so that's that, that's it, it it's feels very open-ended at this point i yeah. don't want to i don't want to go into detail because I, I i spoke to the, the the people who are organizing it and they weren't really uh on 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 detail they were basically saying let's see let's see what we got and yeah you know it's it's all new and and it, it does feel right that it's all new because you know there, there does need to be a new approach really i think there's a, and i think the bbc have always bbc comedy have always been you know kind of innovative and ahead of, of the pack yeah. in in their attempts to get new people yeah. and again you know i talked about we talked about this in the last episode, James, didn't we? How in you know when you and I started out, there was a kind of career track. You know, there were yeah. there was the BBC spent a lot of money on training, and so there were there were X number of producers, and there were you know so when we started, producers were starting at the same time. So you and I both started when loads of new producers started, and you know mm. when I when i was starting out people like uh david tyler and phil clark um were also starting out and they they didn't know what they wanted to do but they they got jobs as bbc producers and that that defined their careers for the rest of their lives we got jobs as writers you and me james and Mm. many many others and that defined our careers but that was all you know when the days when the bbc had more money to to make like yeah. shows like Weekending for forty weeks a year, they don't have that money now. So yeah. they're, tr- they're 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 just trying to be inventive, given that they don't have that money. Yeah. And this feels like a really interesting way to develop shows. Yeah, I mean, they probably do have that money, but they're not prepared to spend it on comedy. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, because they spend an absolute ton of money on news, which I think most of which is not particularly necessary. But um, yeah. that's mm. that's my own view. Um, but it's but I think also. Again, going back to those days when we started, which is not particularly helpful in some ways, but just as by way of comparison, when we started, there were topical shows, there were sketch shows, the last of which really was probably Armstrong and Miller, uh, where you might have a fighting chance of writing some sketches for that, where you might, again, get some experience, make a little bit of money, get uh, stronger relationships, get in there with the BBC. And now it's sort of sketches just aren't really a thing in quite the same way there have been one or two but not not very much but mainly an established group or an assembled group of people um but but the slots were it was kind of half an hour it was probably going to be a sitcom or sitcom like it was going to be a sketch show whereas now because of bbc3 there's like that flexibility to make stuff that's shorter there's online and just the whole landscape is completely different so i think in a way i think it's good to be flexible. They're not just going to commission everybody for a sitcom script and suddenly people are writing a genre that they don't even like, you know, or they don't even aspire to. It's more, you know, they, they'd rather be more like a, a YouTube style thing, a personality driven thing or whatever it is. So, um, so yeah, so in a way, if you win the competition, you're not just getting a foot in the door. You, you, you get into the lobby um, and one or two of the, you know, of the rooms and yeah. people are on your side and they want to encourage you um, and it'll feel like you're getting somewhere. You're meeting people, not only who might be able to make things happen for you, but will be able to mentor you, nurture you, give you a sense of what the industry is really like from the inside in a way that we can't really explain uh, on a podcast um, or can't explain without getting fired or uh, blacklisted. Um, so, 
so I think that's what's really the prize here, isn't it? It's not really money, yeah. but it's it's input, it's experiences, exposure, it's probably some travel expenses. Um, I don't know, but I would imagine so. Yeah. And it's you know UK wide, um, and it's it's well worth applying for. Um, it is uh, the the deadline closes. It, the deadline is now open. It closes on the thirtieth of January. That's the last Monday of this month and um you can go if you google bbc comedy collector bursaries you'll find it it's on the bbc website uh, where you'll find pretty much what we've just said but also links to what they want from you um one of the things they'll want from you if you're a writer is 20 pages of Hmm. stuff um effectively looking for a completed sitcom script 20 pages could be a commercial half hour so it says 20 pages minimum you could send them 30 don't send them 60 uh mm. that's silly but do do send them somewhere between 20 yeah. and 33 uh pages i would say uh, and send send a whole script the send yeah. send a, what whatever a half hour script is you know like a, i mean the simpsons half hour is 18 minutes so uh, but but you know 20 pages minimum uh yeah. but 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 don't just send uh part part one you know send send the whole script so that's um that uh, and that there's there's also it says um with you you need to have a credit at least one credit and i asked them about that and again they were pretty liberal about that they didn't they weren't specific you know they said like have you written for the theater or have you written a web series have you written for for a stand-up have you written uh, online sketches so so you know anyone who's produced had some writing produced in some way mm-hmm. you know that kind of uh that qualifies you and i think the, the very interesting thing for nothing else you should apply because um there's this question it says um complete a personal statement of up to 500 words this is an opportunity to tell us more about themselves their passion for and commitment to comedy and their reasons for applying to be part of the bbc comedy collective now that's something that you can choose to i mean you can probably off the top of your head say all the things like you know what got you interested in comedy uh you know what 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 you like what are the sort of things that you like and what do you want to make um uh, but i think this is something i really would give a lot of time to thinking about not just to get this 500 words to the bbc but to to actually help you think a little bit more about you know a little bit be a little bit more specific i mean everybody you ask anyone well what do you want to do or where where do you see yourself in five years time that classic sort of cliche of uh, you know kind of corporate speak um you get asked at a job interview to which the answer is well not here <laughs> bloody mm. hell <laughs> you know uh but um you know and, and you ask any writer and they'll say you know someone starting out they say oh you know it would be nice to have a sitcom commissioned or i'd like to have a screenplay option or whatever you know perfectly uh perfectly reasonable goals but actually to to think a little bit about you know and this this again coming back to this thing about the voice what i, I and i hate the word passion 
you know, I'm passionate about, you know, BP are passionate about petrol. And, uh, you no, know. no, they're passionate about power. It's not petrol yeah. anymore, Dave. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, OK. Yeah. No, they're green. BP, they're green. Yeah. And we're all green. We're passionate about the planet, in fact. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, everybody uses the word passion. I prefer the word obsession, you know, because right. it's, a, it's a, a flaw. It's not just, a, you know, we're all passionate about stuff, but I'm actually obsessed about creating a sitcom. I'm obsessed about creating an audience sitcom, you know. Um, and uh, I was uh, with Richie Webb and I, who I write songs with yesterday, we were, we were, talking about various plans and things about what we want to do and Richie said you know let's let's see if we can get a musical on in the West End before we die hmm. and I thought yeah that's a, yeah it's an obsession and it's not going to happen I'm 99% sure but I'm obsessed with making it happen so you know that's think, thinking about those things because you want to you know they're going to get two or three thousand of these, yep. so you don't want to be wacky, mad, crazy, but you want to really think about what is it about comedy that that you know yep. you would you would almost die for to to yep. kind of get to happen. Yeah. Um, so there are some things that you can do to take action to increase your chances, um, both for this and for the next competition. Should you be listening in twenty twenty nine, and the BBC still exists. Um, <laughs> One is you can go back to previous episodes. Amazingly, all of our episodes, our back catalogue, are all available online for free. There you go. It's our our present to you. If you go back to episode 135, you'll, list, you'll hear a conversation that we had with the BBC Writers' Room about scripts with Simon Nelson and Amanda Farley. And so, and we're also joined by one of the previous winners for the Felix Dexter bursary um, with uh, Athena. And yeah. that, that was a great chat. So episode 135, you might want to go and seek out uh, back in the dim, distant days of March 2020, just before COVID, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. And then um, episode 181 is uh, us talking about um, our sitcom scripts, uh, how to polish a script to send off for the hat trick competition that we did. Um, so we give a bit of advice on that and about really polishing up uh, your scripts. So episode 181 would be good, but also episode 188 is where we talk about all of the scripts that we read and uh, what made it onto the shortlist and how scripts have changed and those sorts of things. So that would be worth uh, listening to as well. So go back and listen to episodes 188 and I think 181 I said and 135, I think. So those are your numbers, yeah. House. Um, you could also go back, so you could also join us on Patreon. And if you join us on Patreon, you'll get access to an, a huge back catalogue of podcasts that have never been put out called First 10 Pages, where Dave and I talk about the first 10 pages of scripts of our Patreon members. And anyone can listen uh, to the podcast. And in it, we go through what are the problems of the first 10 pages, because when you submit your script, they're pretty much going to make up their mind about your script, probably within three pages, but they'll probably read to page 10. Um, and if they if it hasn't really done anything by then, they might stop reading at that point. Um, that's that's what you know. It's fairly common, I think, across the industry. So you give them ten pages uh, to impress you. So uh, have a think about that. And then, lastly, um, I have a thing uh, called fourteen problems with your sitcom script. Partly as a result of reading all of those scripts 
um, for the hat-trick thing. And I noticed essentially that there are 14 main problems with scripts and the script in question, your script, is probably break, you know, it's probably got four of those, maybe five. And I, and I give you some really handy advice on how to um, make some quick radical changes to your script to basically polish it up. So it's not a total page one rewrite tool, but it's a toolkit for how can we make this the best version uh, of itself uh, rather than a, a back to square one. But Dave also has got um, a turning your idea into a sitcom script, uh, which you might want to mention now as well, Dave, is that right? Yeah, I've got, uh, it's a new thing now. If you go to my website, davecohen.org.uk, um, and I've got this new uh, thing. Uh, if you sign in, uh, get my newsletter and things, you get this uh, guide to uh, writing a sitcom. It's start from, from I've got an idea to I've written a first draft uh, in in sort of eight sessions i normally do it over i do it as a course over eight weeks and um but even if you have written a script it's it's very useful because it it kind of tries it tries to break things down it's very hard when you're writing a script to to separate things out but it does try to look at the specific areas like character like plots uh like what's the actual whole overall premise and then and then how do you write an outline how do you make the outline more detailed how do you go from an outline to a script so so it's kind of a step-by-step -step guide so go to my website and it's the first thing you see on our page you sign sign up for that and get that that book uh mini mini book um but there's more detail in there actually the mini book's kind of based on the uh book the second edition came out just before christmas the complete comedy writer um available from all good computers so um <laughs> and several um, very bad computers <laughs> yes um truly hopeless computers yeah so, so um we'll mention those again at the end uh so in case you want to uh, jot them down or, or get and we'll try and put some links to that in yeah. the show notes but so that's the that's the bursary worth having a crack at deadline is the is monday the 30th of january 2023 that is the year at the moment. However, you can take matters into your own hands rather than waiting at the whims of BBC Comedy and go to a conference, the British Comedy Guide Comedy Conference, and the early bird bookings for that closes on the next day, the 31st of January. And the main reason for going to that um, is to get stuck in and to be meeting people. And it's the kind of things, the kind of people you'd be meeting if you got onto the BBC Comedy Collective bursary. So this is a good way uh, of getting stuck in. So uh, that would be my uh, hot tip. Uh, and I think it's, yeah, it's 90 quid if you sign up before the 31st of January for a whole day of comedy writing geekery. Uh, do you want to say about who the, the headline news so far uh, Dave, do you want to? Because you talked to the to the guys about that. Yeah, the the main people that they've got for for definite are the kind of nearly all the commissioners, all the comedy commissioners. So that's Channel Four, uh, Sky, BBC, uh, BBC Radio, and UK TV. So it's it's difficult to say exactly wh which timings are going to be where because different people come at different times. But I think the plan is to get as many of those commissioners at the start and to. To, to set that up and to find out what they're looking for specifically uh, and, and I mean it's, a lot of it is going to be about looking for narrative sitcom uh, so there's going there, there's going to be like two two sections so section 
A is the sort of commissioner's side and there'll be lots of sitcom panels and things in that in the main room and then there'll be a sort of off room where there'll be panels about things like uh, topical comedy and sketch writing and uh, comedy drama but there will be some big more kind of big name show showcase uh, names doing sort of stuff I mean I'm not sure at this point but I actually actually there were I ran a couple of conferences with them about 10 years ago um and it was uh it was always quite tricky to know who would come until the sort of last minute but we did manage to get quite a lot of big names uh to come at the last minute we got people like uh, joe brand came to the first one and uh we had um well uh, graham linehan was uh Back in the day when Graham Linhan was a, a name that uh, one could say, and your first reaction would be, oh, Graham Linhan, the brilliant comedy writer. Um, so um, that was, um, he was one of them. And we had, uh, we got uh, Andy Hamilton and Guy Jenkins. So we, we, we got a, we got a pretty stellar array of writers uh, to come and uh, talk about their experiences uh, of, of uh, comedy writing. I'm sure there will be uh, some pretty big big names there um, yeah. as well, including me and James, of course. Uh, well, really. let's be honest, you know, um, <laughs> it, would be, it would be worth coming along um, just to... I think it's just worth being there just to feel like you're part of it. I think that's kind of be, being stuck on your own wherever you are in the UK. Uh, I'm, I can't imagine people are flying from other countries for this necessarily, but... Um, it does feel like it's just you quite often. You're the only person that you know that you physically can see with your own eyes who wants to be a comedy writer. And actually, this is a really good place just to discover that you are not alone. Um, it is not, you know, uh, you're not weird. But also the fact that you might meet people that you might end up writing with. You might end up forming a partnership or you might meet someone that actually you met a while back and you'd forgotten you'd met them. And, you know, there may be a producer that you end up having a conversation with and it turns out you're both really interested in the same thing. And, you know, all of these bits of serendipity, they, you know, it's still a bit of a lottery, but you, you have no chance of winning the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. So, um, but actually your, your, your chances improve exponentially the moment you buy a ticket. So, um, it would be worth considering. We're not getting any out of this. We're not getting yeah. paid. We're not getting a commission yeah. or anything like that. And just, you know, it feels like we're pushing it quite hard. But since COVID, there's really not been very much. And a while back, the Craft of Comedy Conference up in North Wales um, that Steve Doherty used to do was just a really fun thing. And we, you know, we went along to that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just worth being in the mix, being with people as we were meant to be, as God intended. Yeah, and I think also, um, but in, in fact, I, and I have been thinking a little bit about this as well, is that um, because all day Saturday is panel shows, and also if you're thinking of coming and you, it's too much for you to get back, you have to stay overnight as well. I'm planning to put something on, which is still very much at the early stages, but I am looking to do something on the Sunday, the Sunday morning, that would be... Uh, actually practical uh morning of actually um, getting together in groups and actually we'd be making sketches writing topical comedy 
coming up with ideas for sitcoms and then we'd have a like a big showcase at the end of the of the uh the the, the, the sessions and you know like an hour of a kind of mix of the best of the, the the jokes and the sketches and the and the pitches and so see see where comes with that and so that's something that especially if you're and it, it's not going to be expensive it'll be something you know to just kind of co cover however much it's going to cost me to hire a room to do it um and and get some people to help me i think um so it's if you've already if you've already got a ticket if you've already bought a ticket for the uh, conference then uh, you'll get you'll get a very sort of good rate you'll get an early bird rate for that but i haven't got the detail yet so there's a potential that it could be a whole weekend and then the sun and so that sunday would really be not just about meeting people but actually sitting in the room and coming up with ideas with people a mini version of the collective uh, bbc collective but without the bbc uh, uh, added to that so um yeah. that that's uh, that that's we'll talk about that in more detail maybe in the weeks to come yes indeed yeah so there'll be more, we'll we'll keep you up to date with it um as um, as keep you up with events as they unwrinkle, as they used to say on uh, uh, the day to day. Uh, I'm just trying to look up to see uh, what what day it's on because I've just suddenly had a bit of a blank that we haven't actually That's said. The twenty, yeah. So it's Saturday, the twenty second of April is yep. the is the BCG date, and so my one will be Sunday, the twenty third. Um, yep. Somewhere, somewhere. So the the uh, BCG one is at uh, London School of Economics, which is uh, near Aldwych, yep. um, Hoban Tube, and yep. my one will be somewhere, kind of West Endish, but probably a little bit, slight slightly north of there. I'm not yep. sure where yet, Kings Cross or something. Yeah, yeah, cool. So there'll be a chance to to hang out. I mean, maybe we'll if you join us on Patreon as well, we might do a, a get together on the Saturday night or early Saturday after the conference finishes. Not quite sure how that's going to pan out, but uh, that would be cool, uh, cool to do. Yeah. So um, if you want to have a think about how you can make the best use of that, if you're booking yourself in, I would go go and listen to the episodes we recorded uh, with uh, Danny and Tim. And um, I had them up on Here they are. So episode 141, we spoke to uh, Danny Stack and Tim Clegg about making their own stuff because they've been making... Uh, low budget movies which are getting higher budget they've just released one which has got Griff Reese Jones in it um, and then we talked to them about that on episode oh hang on sorry on episode 19 uh, what episode is that 197 and that's on the British Comedy Guide uh, website as well if you're looking for our podcast so if you go to episode 197 we talk about their trip to Cannes where they were mm -hmm doing things that writers normally hate doing, which is schmoozing and talking about themselves and bigging themselves up. Um, so uh, I would go and listen to that episode uh, if you've not heard that one. So that would be my hot tip for you. Just one thing that I'd like to add, because this sort of goes back to the 500 words thing as well, is one of the things that I'm uh, planning to do, I think, at the start of my conference, is I'm going to ask people, um, what's, the, what's the one thing uh that that you are uh that you know what to do um that, that or that you're good at um and what's then what's one thing that you can help other people with and then what's one thing that you want help with and uh, it'd be great to just have 20 or 30 or 40 people in a room each saying that and because i think i think uh then there will be kind of uh 
people meeting up and uh, you know great ideas coming out of that I hope yeah yeah definitely cool so um, that's the meat of the episode this this time round but it's it's all breaking stuff really isn't it but and yeah. it's all based around trying to take control and take control over the things that over which you have control it would be great to have a sitcom commissioned but you you don't have that much control over that what you can do is write a script what you can do is try and meet producers what you can do is um you know get out there make stuff show what you're capable of by making you know some youtube videos regularly blogging making a audio podcast it is the great obvious bit of advice which is if you want to be a writer then write um you know uh and then put it out there so that people can yeah. read it and then keep doing it and keep improving and there's no secret sauce really is there i mean there's no yeah. there's no secret formula it's just it, you just need to get your head down and write regularly yeah. and do it better and try and improve um but uh, the, the contradictory thing that is also uh, relevant to both of the things we've been talking about is yes be a writer but also you know make sh make sure that you you're you are heard make sure your writing is heard mm. and you know if you're not out there pushing your stuff um nobody there's nobody nobody else can do that mm. only you can do that and you know and I, I and i can i can hear down the line several hundred of you visibly uh, or see you visibly shrinking at the idea of oh god i've got to i've got to push out of that i am i'm a writer the reason i'm a writer is because i that exactly because i hate doing that stuff so much um well yeah you know if it's a hobby then that's all it is then fine but if you want to go a little bit further with it you know you're just gonna have to stick your head above the parapet to use a mm. horrible cliche and um you know get um get get out there get yourself out there and get people uh knowing knowing who you are and what better way to do that than go to a conference where there are other like-minded people trying to do that as well well we might just stay on a little bit longer and because uh, we'd have an extended episode uh which uh, is for patreon so we'll we'll chat for a little bit yeah. longer just but one those... other yeah okay, i was go just going to say that um in fact this is also the time if, given that this is January 2023 at this point um, the topical comedy season is, oh, uh, is upon yes. us so yeah. we can probably talk just a little bit about um, what's um, what, what's happening there so um, yes there's, go on why don't you just give us the headlines now yeah I mean you know two years ago I'd say it was like oh no you know BBC have got rid of news jack and there's no you know there's hardly any topical comedy and then you know gradually um there's been a sort of a, a revival, really, and I, I think there was a feeling. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to get into the uh, argument here about you know the fact that topical comedy generally skews to the left. I think, uh, and even though there are, you know, funny people who aren't left wing as well, I don't want to get into that whole uh, debate. But I, I, I think that. Um, the people who generally are you know write topical comedy found it harder to write jokes about 
Donald Trump and Brexit and things. And uh, there's a kind of been a little bit, the cycle has moved on now. And I think there feels like there are more shows now and there's more kind of people who are wanting to, to write topical comedy. And, you know, there's a kind of, the, the, the range of stuff that's out there now is really quite interesting. So you've got the one end, you've got Breaking the News uh, from BBC Scotland, which is just uh, a... a uh, Des, Des Clark is the host and a bunch of panelists um, but you can get to write jokes for Des and you know there is there is a, a technique for writing a breaking the news joke it's usually a set number of words it's uh, you know it, the, the rhythm is exactly the same so that you and there's six of them every minute you know so there's a lot of jokes to write for that show and then you've got at the other end you've got the skewer like uh, John Holmes um, great uh, writer and performer and now producer as well um, the skewer is a very you know kind of audio uh, treat and in fact we had John on one of our master classes talking us through um, how he makes the show and how you can get to write for that and I mean it seems incredibly complicated and it's it's, it's, it's a kind of collage of music and, and news reporting and other things but it's still basically the same thing it's taking a joke it's taking a topical joke but it's just kind of building a, an oral uh, picture out of it so you've got them and then there's a new show uh another radio not radio scotland but um this comedy unit in bbc scotland has got a show called noising up i think it's called that starting soon uh there'll be a new series of the show that replaced news jack called, um called uh DMs are open, I DMs think. DMs are open, uh, yeah. Yeah. So there are lots and lots of topical comedy shows uh, coming up. And the, the new series of The Skewer starts on February the 8th. And the new series of Breaking the News starts on February the 14th. And Noising Up is kind of into about episode two or three now. So, um, and you can find out a lot about writing for those. Uh, I've done a little uh, article about that on the uh, BCG Pro uh, website. This article about you know writing writing topical comedy and how to how to get into that as well. Um, cool. Yeah. So we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk a bit more about that in a moment. But um, but if you want to find out more from Dave and that stuff he mentioned earlier, your website is davecohen.org.uk. Cool. And uh, there's that thing I produced called 14 Problems with Your Sitcom Script, which also, it's a 50-page PDF and comes with a 90-minute replay of a webinar I did where I kind of walk you through it all as well. So if you go to my blog, you'll be able to find a link to that, blogspot, uh, sitcomgeek.blogspot.com. Again, we'll try and put links to that uh, in the show notes. But, um, but I think we're done. Thanks very much for listening. Good luck with the BBC Comedy Bursary, and maybe we'll see you at the Comedy Conference. Cheerio. Hope so. Bye.